0: Welcome to the Plastic Please Restore Podcast.
1: We are your hosts, Trey the Explainer,
0: and me, Miles Greb.
1: A podcast about the natural world,
0: things that people claim are part of the natural world,
1: and things that used to be.
0: The Plastic Please Restore Podcast is pleased to announce that we're being sponsored by Geeky Villain Graphics.
1: Your stop for stickers, both geeky and villainous.
0: Their are Etsy stores filled with a selection of pop culture and kitsch subjects from Star Wars and Marvel.
1: To gnomes riding a dinosaur in derpy looking pugs.
0: Yeah, and these vinyl stickers are permanent, waterproof, laminated, and extra tough. And they're made in these here United States of America.
1: And for fans of the podcast, you can use code BIGFOOT to take 10% off your order and get a free Plastic Plesiosaur podcast decal added to your order.
0: You can put that decal on your laptop or your water bottle or on your camera traps that will no doubt this time finally get a photo of that cryptid you've been looking for.
1: Geeky Villain Graphics will also be updating their page with new designs featuring the monster from the Monster Quest episode.
0: And if you use order code Bigfoot, you will get a discount on your order as well as a free plastic pleasy source sticker. I have a foil one and it's pretty cool. Uh, remember that is Geeky Villain Graphics. You can see the link below, and we'd like to thank Geeky Villain Graphics again for being the sponsor of this podcast. All right, now let's go on to the show. We are
1: recording. Oh shit, we are recording. <laughs> so we are recording. Re- <laughs> Monster core. Monster quest, but sleepy. <laughs> that- Head start.
0: <laughs>
1: Witnesses around the world report seeing monsters. Are they real or imaginary? Science searches for answers on Monster Quest. Is that the suburban Sasquatch noise? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Trey. Yeah. This time we're searching for a serious monster. Well, not really searching for a monster at all, are we? This is
1: even even a monster? This was all right, people. This is a BS episode.
0: What? <laughs> what? No, Trey, this this is a great episode. This
1: episode sucked. Oh <laughs> it God. wasn't even a monster.
0: <laughs> so the to- the topic of the episode is cattle mutilations mm. or the mysterious cattle killer. Yes, the cattle killer. The cattle killer.
1: Which which when I heard it, I thought it was gonna be a chupacabra copy. I was
0: hoping yeah, they didn't even bring up the chupacabra. They didn't even man.
1: bring it up. Yeah.
0: We thought, okay, like what's killing the cows? It's 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 weirdos, aliens chupacabra but they they didn't bring up chupacabra which which is disappointing and he should call his publicist
1: yeah you know? yeah because this was a totally perfect opportunity to just get a mention uh well,
0: like i said you know we weren't sure what like the third most popular cryptid was right like last episode with like bigfoot loch ness who's a third Chupacabra's yeah. creeping up in that position but he really needs to get some more call outs get get a few kids get on jimmy he needs some
1: exposure <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, like like do a feature track and whatever the hot artist is today. You know, get get your name out there, Chupacabra. I don't know if the kids listen to. I have no idea.
1: Chupacabra. Chupacabra's got such a good name. Like that's the thing. I think a lot of it with cryptids is they have to have a good name. Um, you
0: do have a good have
1: it I mean like the, the, what's the, what, there's like this one, I've I mentioned it before. It's this one alien encounter and it's like the, the alien design is super, super unique, but because it doesn't have a good name, nobody knows about It's like the Pasquale incident or something like that, but it's like yeah. this weird, it looks like a Star Wars background alien, like Muppet. It's like, oh, that would have been perfect to be like a popular cryptid, but but people don't know it because it has a, t- a catchy name. I tried
0: to watch the new Muppet show. It was not very good.
1: <laughs> the new <Muppets> <laughs> Oh uh, What new Muppet show like with with uh with. Kermit? Well,
0: no, it's not a Muppet show. It's a show with Muppets. Oh, it follows the band from the Muppets, and they like do really cliche, poorly written things.
1: Oh, that's silly.
0: It's it's you know it's not like the devil or nothing, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but enough about Muppets. Well, maybe you they're know, involved in this.
0: May may you know it's maybe animal. Just killing these cows. But <laughs> but basically what is this phenomenon Trey? The like what is phenomenon.
1: the
0: phenomenon? Been- phenomenon. Weird that it requires us to like go, what could be causing this?
1: It, that it that it requires like a whole episode. I so so I'll I'll answer that question with a with a story. I I asked my dad cuz I'm I'm in, I'm at home right now cuz I have jury duty the next day. Oh. <laughs> so I met my parents uh, cuz I usually live far away. And uh anyways, I asked him, "Okay, do you remember in the seventies, eighties, or seventies, eighties, maybe nineties, maybe even to now, that there was like a like there was a paranoia over mass uh, cow mutilations or something?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, 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 I remember that. That happened recently." And, uh, and he, he he was talking about like he he believes it, like um, kind of.
0: Yeah, there was I'm, a story three weeks ago on Fox News about this.
1: Oh, that's see, that's probably why he remembers it. Yeah, it got um, brought up again. Really, people are still bringing this up.
0: It's never going to die. Oh my god. Unlike the cows which are going to die.
1: apparently. <laughs> oh. So the yeah, so there's a there it's like an, they act like a, they they frame it as an epidemic. Um there's a newspaper that shows up in this episode at once where uh it shows a map of the US and it's like a spread of of uh cattle mutilations in the United States and it's this massive it literally covers like half the country or something. Um so it's part just of the just a bit where
0: nobody lives at
1: the gist of it, yeah, yeah, it's good. it's like that electoral college map, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> everybody who votes? Who actually land
0: does. don't vote?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's there's this idea, and I, I want to say idea. I don't want to say that it's real, uh, where there is a epidemic of of uh, cow mutilations, where where fa- ranchers and farmers will come out and they think, and and it's this this widespread thing where thousands, hundreds of thousands of cows have been found the following morning, morning, and they are mutilated. And uh, usually the ranchers like to claim that it, it's too surgical. There's there's something unique about it that can't be explained as a uh, coyote or, or just yeah, normal scavenging. Yeah, this episode
0: shows a bunch of gross stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a very graphic. It, it was the first episode that had the uh, warning. I don't think any of that was a warning. Yeah, I was trying to
0: eat some Top Ramen. <laughs> You know, some delicious beef flavor top ramen. I will put a bunch of extra pepper in it. You know, and the egg—it's it's pretty good.
1: Between and between falling asleep and eating.
0: Yeah, I was half awake, eating <laughs> eating beef top ramen, trying to watch about some kind of cryptid. But said they showed me like really gross dead cows. Yeah, and then they're really like, gross. "Wow, this cow is dead in such a way you could never, never believe it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even think it could happen." What right. Could possibly describe the way that this cow is dead.
1: They, yeah, they—they're. It's like I heard impossible positions, like possible and impossible posing. Like, like their bodies were posing in a way that's impossible. Um, or the the cuts, the uh, the damage to the body is surgical. I heard that, and I also heard that there was burning. So, like, they believe that like there was lasers involved or something. Um, it yeah, like
0: with freaking laser beams, with freaking laser their forehead. <laughs>
1: Like the idea is that these are not scavenger uh, bodies. These bodies have yeah. not been scavenged. They have been specifically, uh, like, artificially attacked. Not um, a
0: coyote. Not, a, not coyote. a raccoon. Not a bug. We're talking a laser beam animal. We're talking <laughs> a scalpel based animal. There, you
1: know? there are there. Now that you mention it, I'm like thinking laser beam animal. I'm thinking there is a cryptid that has a laser on its head. Now that Hell I think yeah. about it. There's a pterosaur-like creature from like the 1800s that has a what laser the on fuck? its head.
0: Why aren't we doing that one? I <laughs> know, right? People the, are going to turn off this podcast, right? They're going to be like, wait, 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 the, wait. We, the, can we talk about laser beam pterosaur. We're talking about dead cows.
1: Laser. What is its name? I think I brought it up. Laser.
0: It's Lasersaurus.
1: <laughs> See, this is another. I just talked about it. We're like, um, like the the name just isn't good, and and I don't know its name because of this.
0: So, like lasers go Pew Pew, right? And it's like a, a paradactyl, so it could be like a, a Peweradactyl.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pewardac- yeah, it should have a good yeah. name like that. I it was like a oh gosh, it's from like the lady. Latest- oh, here it is. It's labeled under Alien Pterosaur, which is not a good name either. <laughs> 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 what is this? It is. Oh, gosh. It, it, this, this is like a wiki. Somebody's reusing like, the illustration of it on like their own fan Wikipedia. I love um, some
0: of the cryptid Wikipedias that have this oh, terrible art. I love them.
1: I got it. It's the Van Meter Visitor.
0: Okay, that's not too bad.
1: That's not too bad, but it's, like, not,
0: pu- it's not pure. It's not
1: It's not like but, Mothman, yeah. the Van Meter p- visitor. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is a laser pterosaur. Has it looks like something out of like a kaiju out of? Okay,
0: well, throw him, throw him into the suspects here. He's
1: a suspect where he lasered this cow, and <laughs>
0: uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this no
1: matter what. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They, Maybe so these... it's.
0: Hold on, uh, one more cryptid uh, okay. suspect. Maybe it's fucking Ronald McDonald. <laughs>
1: Does he have lasers? Well, <laughs> it's the McDonald nuggets. He got
0: a lot of money, you know.
1: He needs um, those. He needs that. Where those nuggets come from?
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, a couple of years ago, before the pandemic, people were dressing up like clowns, and or people were finding clowns out in the woods being scary, right? Taking pictures mm. of them and stuff. And so I'm saying maybe these guys are involved in this kind of thing. Ronald McDonald's has a thing going on with this fresh beef, you know. It, it's possible. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, look into it. <laughs> I'm just asking questions, Trey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The 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 suspects that are actually listed in this episode are Satanists. Um, Satanists, yeah. Satanists, um and aliens and UFOs. Those are the, I think those are the only two that are actually kind of named. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh sex perverts.
1: And sex perverts, yeah, which is like <laughs> a, a, a dog whistle for just like back in the eighties at least, or, or in the olden days, that was a, a dog whistle for for gay people yeah, <laughs> when well, you just say you know, sex perverts yeah oh yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of um of like so it was satanic satanic panic stuff in this where i didn't live okay. during the satanic panic but did you live during the satanic panic
0: a little bit towards the end of it you know i was young but i remember it being brought up um because they tried to take away my magic cards for being satanic
1: right right yeah. and that's like so silly my so the- mom
0: threw my D and D books away in the garbage can, but I just went out at nighttime and got them. Had my friend ride his BMX bike down. I just handed them off to him and held them at his house. That's because, awful. Like, his parents were dead, so no one's gonna oh. throw his D and D books away.
1: It sucks, dang.
0: Yeah, that was the '90s, baby. <laughs>
1: the '90s, what a great time. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: I, lo- I love when they brought up the Satanists because they're like they're like there was there there was Satanist who had this graffiti. And, like, they said that they killed the cow or something. And they showed the graffiti. It was, like, a pot leaf and, like, a <laughs> really bad pentagram. And then, like, there was, like, a swastika painted wrong. So it was totally, like, 13-year-old, <laughs> like, edge bros just trying to, like, paint all the scariest symbols they know. Yeah. You know? Just, like, 4chan shit posters. Right. And like, like these are our culprits. Idiot children. <laughs> <laughs> That's it go no. I don't yeah. think this is an organized movement to kill like 100 cows across the Midwest in America.
1: Yeah, because that's that's kind of important to think of the context of this, where people legitimately believe that there was organized Satanism spreading across the United States.
0: I mean, now we have QAnon. It's the fucking exact same thing.
1: You're right. You're right. You know, these people think that there's
0: secret cabals of... These people, that, people worshipers that these people
1: worshipers. that live in Alberta, Canada, like in the middle yeah. of nowhere, are worried about Satanists in their middle of nowhere town that's like miles from anything nearby.
0: <laughs> Gotta worry about something, I guess.
1: I guess, yeah.
0: Probably worry about like cholesterol.
1: There that's, was a lot that, of old people. <laughs> this is an old people-centric episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, so th- this is... To Tell the tell the story of the horse, Dre. Okay. That there's a story before this I'm going to bring up. But, like, when this kind of catches, like, a lot of popularity in America and in the press, is this horse, not a cow, but a horse that was found cut up all weird like this episode is proposing.
1: Yeah. So what's the story of that guy? So what people – so where this, like, sort of idea of cattle mutilations kind of comes from, these mysterious, uh, like, cattle mutilation deaths – Like it it appears to originate from one story in 1967 involving Snippy, yeah, Snippy. But that's not actually not actually is it's not Snippy. Actually, her name is actually Lady, but some dumb news reporters misreported it as Snippy. Lady Um, Snippy. Snippy Snippy is actually. I, I did some research. Snippy is the name of her father. Oh. snippy snippy was my don't call me call me lady snippy, <laughs> snippy was, was my, father. my father's name <laughs> <laughs> um and she was she was an appaloosa i i know appaloosas they're very good horses yeah. very american horses i think they're they're bred by native americans and they're very hardy they're kind of racist they don't like other breeds of horses typically from well, what i hear you know. <laughs> from what I hear. Um, well, they're very anyways. American in that way. <laughs> snippy. Uh, not, it's not snippy. That's the thing. It's, I keep yeah, calling it snippy. Yeah, yeah. Lady was three years old and was found um, by her owners. Uh, and she was um, mutilated. She was. Well, by, she was messed she, up. Her, she was like, de- like how they describe it, she was like de-skinned um, and and organs were missing and stuff. Of course, um, we
0: don't have, like, an exact picture of this moment, you know. We have a lot of descriptions of it.
1: Right, right. This is the 60s and um, in the middle of nowhere. Here we go. Here's – I think I have a, a, a picture of – this might be her. This might not be. See, that's the problem with a lot of these pictures that they're not super well sourced. Okay, so Snippy, she was missing, like – she was just basically skeleton from the, the head up.
0: Yeah, face tissue is, like, all gone and eaten.
1: And then she was missing her her rump. Yeah, and then, then they organs.
0: showed they showed the horse to a vet, right?
1: Yeah, and the vet. See, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of because the, there's several. They they have, they tell a lot of these mutilation stories, um, and I think Snippy Snippy was just published in papers. Like the local paper picked it up that she was um, mutilated, and then I think the owner did the owner say that they saw a UFO or something?
0: Uh, yes, they, they said they saw an unidentified flying object.
1: What's all around you, almost everywhere you look, and makes your life better? Birds. Learn all about these beautiful creatures in this wonderful new podcast called Birds of a Feather Talk Together. Two experts guide two newbies on their journey to learn more. Mallard ducks, ivory-billed woodpeckers, Hawaiian honeycreepers, blue jays, cardinals, sandhill cranes, and more. Each week we discuss a different bird and walk away with a better understanding of the birds all around us. Oh and we have a ton of fun doing it. Listen now. You're going to like learning about these birds. I guarantee it. Yeah. So the so they think that the aliens uh mutilated Snippy um very messily cuz when I actually look at these photos cuz they oftentimes at these stories they're like oh there was it was very clean. It was very surgical. There were there was no blood. I'm looking at Sniffy's picture. That does not look clean to me at all. Um, there,
0: um, of course, there there wasn't. Uh, I don't know if you saw the information stalking the herd. Mm. Um, so there was two students that admitted to having shot the horse.
1: Oh yeah, there were two bullet holes in the in the hips. Yeah, or something. Yeah.
0: So, um. So the UFO hypothesis, a lot of it comes from this, right? Mm. Because you have horse. Apparently it looks weird that it's dead. Um, They say that they saw a UFO extraterrestrial dude. And they're like, oh, what could possibly explain the weird way that this horse is killed? And then we have two kids admitting Mm. to have shot it. Mm. And the veterinarian also says it looks like humans killed it. But somehow this is like a sensation.
1: But forget about that, Miles. Flying saucer sure. saw it in Death of Horse is the yeah. is the title of this newspaper. <laughs> well,
0: that's a that's a great headline. And I, you know, guy should keep his job. That's but... like a Carl
1: Pilkington headline right there.
0: Oh, it's fucking Carl Pilkington. My
1: bad. <laughs> um, and then there's another
0: chimpanzee monkey news.
1: <laughs> chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and so Snippy kind of jump started it where she was highly published lady. Lady jump started this. Man,
0: headline. you would just miss i know name in there well, na- the, name in that horse
1: the problem is that she's just named it like see people yeah. got the, the the gender wrong the sex wrong of the horse too whether they called it, a he, <laughs> it a he um and eventually like her bones were bleached and turned into a tourist attraction um and they're still the somebody it was listed and purchased on ebay recently for possibly around fifty thousand dollars
0: what um, the why?
1: And she's on display in... That's Sedona, Sedona, Arizona, or something like that. It's All a right. UFO museum. She's on display in a UFO museum. Um... As yeah,
0: horse that got shot by two college kids.
1: Right, imagine that. Like, think about that. Like, you have a horse, it, like that is like I don't know what's a, what's a horse like not worth that much, especially in horse country. It's not worth that much, yeah. and then you're able to like resell it, like flipper, like it's like a house flipper, but with like horses <laughs> and flip it for 50k. That's all. That's great, <laughs> man. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So Snippy, the story of Snippy Lady is like. It probably is nothing, not not super significant, but the story was really, uh, really caught people's attention.
0: So um, this is widely reported as kind of like the origin of the like beast of burden UFO relationship, right? Yeah, like, that we see in pop culture. But I actually found an older one that's not on the Wikipedia. Oh, really? Yeah. So in April eighteen ninety seven, Alexander Hamilton, not that Alexander Hamilton <laughs> though, just same name. Um. Not the same guy. Um he just he described a cigar shaped craft, right? Okay. A- and he said it I'll just I'll just read you what it said. This is an 18, 18 what? 1897. 1897, okay. So right at the, right at the turn of the century. Um it se- it seemed to pause and hover directly over a two-year-old heifer, which was bawling and jumping, apparently fast in the fence, going to her. We found a cable, about a half inch of thickness made of some red material, fastened in a slipknot around her neck. One end was passing up to the vessel, and the heifer tangled in the wire fence. We tried to get it off, but could not. So we cut the wire loose and stood in amazement to see the ship, heifer and all, rise slowly, disappearing to the northwest. What? My neighbor, Thomas Link, four miles away, found the hide, the legs, and the head in his field the next day. There were no tracks on the ground so this this is reported in the newspapers and stuff at the time
1: and it used a slip knot which is a rope
0: yes yes
1: oh see this is interesting where if you that people in the before UFOs and people have kind of tried to retroactively make them about UFOs when they mean like ship they mean like a, a zeppelin right they mean like yeah a, a yeah spaceship. there's
0: a picture of it yeah and it's yeah, it's, it's it looks like the Hindenburg.
1: <laughs> yeah which which I, I think in their head is more like foreigners like i don't know like germans or something like that
0: um it's also important to note that this person was in a club of uh local liars and pranksters that tried to make practical jokes
1: wait a second it's just like that freaking shark thing where they found yeah. the shark in the mississippi river
0: yeah
1: and, and yeah. also the uh the cripple foot
0: yeah, and so he admits to uh, having lied later.
1: Oh, there you go. So, <laughs>
0: <And> so Yeah. <laughs> so those it's are the a crazy two,
1: story that this, like, this a... cow was hanging from a long rope on an airship. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah, it's a cool visual. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's that's the origin of this until the 70s, right?
1: Yeah. And then the 70s. So. And, then, and then I think the reason why it takes off is because like they had that cuz cuz the 70s had like the the new age new wave movement right with all the hippies 60s you did. 70s
0: but and also
1: there was like a bite back of of conservatives right
0: yes that that all happened but in the rural areas right with all these farmers and stuff i mm-hmm. it's actually important to note there was a lot of um kind of paranorma paranoia about the federal government from mm. farmers and stuff um, because an actual event did happen. And this also isn't on the Wikipedia, which mm. I think um, has an incomplete look at this phenomenon. But in 1968, right? Um, that This was during the Vietnam War. And America was experimenting with biological weapons because it had not yet joined the uh, um, treaty banning them, right? Mm. And so that's why like, we used Agent orange um, in Vietnam and stuff. But they were testing a certain nerve gas and the the plane that was flying at home right in utah it let it it had a problem with a mechanism that dropped its nerve gas agent and it let it out at way too high of an altitude uh-oh and yeah so it got onto like a area in salt lake city that's like 27 miles wide right and it, uh, enough of it got on like the crops and everything that it ended up killing like a hell of a lot of sheep like mm. 6000 sheep died whoops yeah. So, <laughs> so you had all these sheep die and then there was kind of a cover up from it and stuff. Cause a lot of, um, in Utah, like uh, at the time, one of the biggest employers was all of these government bases, you know, so no one really wanted to say anything, but like, like this happened in 68, right? So you actually have the government being responsible for a lot of livestock deaths. And then in the seventies, um, when a lot of these cows started found up dead, people were, not first accusing UFOs that kind of happened a little bit later. First, they were accusing the government of killing them Mm. doing like biological tests or some weird clandestine thing for whatever. And like, they even started shooting at helicopters if they ever had helicopters fly over in this area. And so the government actually told, um, aircraft to fly higher over these areas so they wouldn't get shot at by the farmers. Wow. None of this is in the Monster Quest
1: episode, <laughs> but the,
0: this is all, I think, important part. Relevant of context,
1: sport. yeah.
0: yeah. You had a lot of stuff at the time too, because you had, um, you know, like the fe- the federal government was more invested in Vermi- environmental conservatism because Nixon created the EPA, right? Hmm. So, like, there was more environmental laws that were going to affect these farmers and their lands. They they were limiting grazing on public land at the time. You had really high inflation rates. And then like you have like a, um, a freeze on beef prices that happened for the federal government, mm. right? So you just had a lot of play from the federal government on a lot of these farmers at the time. And then it seems to my, my opinion is that if ever an animal was killed in an unusual way, not like an outlandishly unusual, just like killed in a weird way, they were looking for someone to blame and they had an enemy in the federal government, right? Mm. So it was more like the men in black kind of cryptid. Not not the movie, but like the, you know, black chopper agents killing the cows mm-hmm. than UFOs. But it seems like these kind of old UFO stories like with Snippy kind of came back in the culture, especially because UFOs were getting really popular in the 70s. So
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: none of that context is in the Monster the, episode. That,
1: that is an important, important context, right? Like um, all that, all that's super important with the fear of the federal government, UFOs, uh, the backlash of conservatism and the satanic panic. where. People just were kind of crazy. And like the thing, I think that that's at least
0: we're over all that now, Trey.
1: I know at least we're over all that now. Now things are great. Now people are very (laughs) rational. Yeah, that is true. That is very true that, uh, yeah, it has not, not much has changed. Yeah. We're so anyways that people were like primed. People were kind of primed to be suspicious and and try to link things. Um, which I think that's a lot of this episode is people linking things that aren't really linked um, because yeah, just they're th- kind of conditioned.
0: That's why it's fun to talk about these cryptids and we're stiff, even though we don't believe in them, because it shows you that a lot of them are um, folk tales that people are treating like they're actually natural and real, you know, like they're, they're paranoias, they fear, they represent things. And so they tell you a lot about the culture at the time and how like we kind of want there to be monsters in some way. Mm-hmm to even like you know people growing up in a like a post science world still want there to be monsters that are doing the bad things
1: right right
0: like eating our cows
1: eating our co- that's like the yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a yeah I'm like trying to even like like this is such a weird episode to like kind of even chip away at cuz it's I don't know there's there's not much to really talk about before because I think that's a big problem is that a lot of these people like, they're like, they're like you or me. Like, we're not super big experts on, at least I don't think, I, I'll i say that I'm not a big expert on decomposing animal bodies and scavengers.
0: I did work at a ranch.
1: Okay. For I work like at the farm, so. But, but like, yeah, I'm
0: not definitely not an expert, but you know, I've been around cows a lot. I grew up around a lot of cows.
1: I'm not, like, if I saw a dead cow body, I, I would not be a super big expert. Like, oh, that's, a, a coyote definitely did that. Yeah, or yeah. Or whatever. And I think that's what a lot of this is because I don't know. The, the narrator in the monster quest says that these are experienced ranchers. Um, and they
0: would never make up a damn thing. And, and ranchers the, are the most honorable, trustworthy, accurate <laughs> sources of information.
1: There's a guy, his direct quote was, Most ranchers don't exaggerate. <laughs> like, that's but BS. What does that even
0: mean? Like, I, I'm not like dissing ranchers, but i mean. Would you say like most hockey players, don't exaggerate. Right. What's that fucking
1: What's mean? What's the like, common like the the line? Why where are you basing that off of? Um What's the basis? Cuz cuz I've I work on a farm and and I have and I and I so I assume that ranches are not much different where you have a you million things. You exaggerate all the time. You you exaggerate all the time, but also like you have a million things to do. You are not like taking like you're not like an expert on on like coyote like how how a coyote eats a carcass. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't care how experienced a rancher you are. Like, I'm not – you're probably not, like, a, a scavenging expert where you know, like, okay, so, this cuts and this and this, so, and this.
0: So the way Monster Quest tries yeah. to investigate this in the way that they do, right? right? So basically, like, from their point of view, they're like, okay, these are a phenomenon needing an explanation. We have cows that look very oddly cut up and dead, right? Mm. So they bring in a forensic expert, Maybe.
1: A forensic researcher, Miles.
0: A forensic researcher. She did have a hat, though, Trey, that said forensics <laughs> on it.
1: That's all you need. That's all you need. right there, nah, I right? mean,
0: that's all she had. So that is, <laughs> it must be all you need.
1: It's a, of course, you're talking about Barb Camp- Campbell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you look her up at all?
1: I did. I looked her up. I, I couldn't find much about her, but she was interviewed by a like paranormal podcast a while back. And I got like a good amount of her life story out of it. Um, as far as I can tell, she has no official qualifications as a as a forensic researcher.
0: But she watched X Files a lot, though. Probably, it,
1: it, yeah. It just it literally just seems like she was like, yeah, I'm just a I'm a forensics re- I'm expert now. Um, I just have like it. Think she had she just bought the equipment and um, and claims to be like, like a researcher, like that um,
0: CSI kit that got banned because it had radon in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she probably does have that. Um, and she got her start when she formed the Northwest Saskatchewan UFO Research Center, or yeah, NSURC. It's a very good acronym. Yeah, um, so we're,
0: we're, cl- we're clowning on her a bit. But in, in, um, and only
1: later, only after, did she become interested in animal mutilations. Yeah. Um, so she so was kind of, she's not like an impartial party. I, like That doesn't mean that like, her. Well,
0: she wrote a book about Bigfoot.
1: And yeah, and she all, and then I was gonna add that she has moved on to Bigfoot research now. Yeah. Um,
0: so the reason why we're clowning on her a bit is because the show presents her as a forensic expert, right? Yeah. I mean, she does have the hat, and she does all these tests, but it's not clear to me, or anything I can find online, or her reporting on her own backstory, that she is an expert in these fields.
1: Yeah. Um, she, she she does not appear to be. Um, I don't want to make any for sure claims, but yeah, yeah, she does not appear to be an expert.
0: And Uh, She doesn't she's not impartial at all, right? Like this is a paranormal believer um, with no demonstrable uh, expertise in these coming in, pretending to be an expert is what it seems like to me. And so, you know, if you're doing that, I'm going to make fun of you a bit. I think that's pretty
1: fair. Well, because it's funny because we have a contrast to that. The episode has a contrast to that. Who is let me see what his name was. Nick Nation, Ph.D. He's a veterinary pathologist. Yeah, that guy did a good job. At university, at university, let's see. He's I think he's retired now, but a university uh, veterinary. Gosh, it, it's a Canadian university, whatever it is. You know, they had scientist
0: man stand in front of a PowerPoint.
1: And, and he and he actually, so I looked him up, and he's published like peer reviewed scientific papers about about his research um, on specifically on the cattle mutilations and stuff. Um, he's been involved since like the seventies and eighties and mm-hmm. stuff.
0: So when this was a phenomenon
1: when this was a phenomenon he was there he was there like in the early days of it um and so like and so that's the thing is like you have you have these two these two people one has like a pretty you know pretty pretty official qualifications for this kind of stuff he he knows he study he studied like hundreds of thousands of of um animal scavenging incidents and stuff um versus i don't know a lady that has some sort of backyard research um, and, and really doesn't, didn't go to school for this kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't mean to like be dismissive of people, you know, but like when I see the, yeah, that, that contrast of, of uh, expertise, I get I'm like, should listen. It,
0: if you're claiming some expertise, you're basically asking for respect. Right. Right. And so if you're going to ask for respect, then people are going to check on your boat of It's that's pretty fair. Um, I was first suspicious in the episode when she was like, talking about how she could examine buffalo hair, right? Because right. I was like, what does she know about how buffalo hair looks? Like, I mean, if you're a forensic expert, I assume you're a forensic expert in, like, human murder trials or, like, sex crime, something like that. Like, why are you, you know all of a sudden about buffalo hair? Right. Like, you run into a lot of buffalo hair in your line of work? Like...
1: How she framed it was very. You're right. I, I noticed that as well. Where she was studying soil samples as yeah, well as yeah. looking at like uh, scavenging of, of of animals, which those are two very different fields. Like I'm assuming Nick Nation would not be like, "Oh yes, I'm a soil expert too." Like, no, you have, you have specialized knowledge, and you're not like a yeah, general she, expert. She wasn't everything.
0: talking like someone because experts don't like to comment on things outside of their fields, right? When they're being presented as an expert, you know. Right, Like, so that, that kind of stuck out to me. And then I looked her up and I saw the Bigfoot book, you know? And yeah. It's like,
1: eh. they're, they're, in, in like the paranormal kind of community, you, you do get get people like this where they kind of like claim expertise. Um, and, and people point to them like they're, they're like in the community, they, they're, they're seen as like official. Um, but when you actually dig into it, you're like, no, this is like literally this person probably doesn't know much more than me, <laughs> like in this, in this sort of field. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, but she knew that the buffalo hair was spiraled, so the animal must have been spun on It must have been
1: spinning in the air, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, her,
0: her actual, what she's saying there, without trying to sound, you know, like she has a fringe opinion, is that it got abducted by a UFO and spun around by a tractor beam. Right. And and she can tell this because the buffalo hair was curly. So, you know. Yeah. I, I don't agree. I, I don't guess. agree with. You I either. just don't. Agree, I don't agree with her, her assessment.
1: And I, I think that's a big problem with most of this episode is where we have people who aren't really experts, but they get they're treated as they have expert opinion. You know?
0: Yeah. Because so so we're gonna look at the cuts, right? Yeah. Like the cuts are allegedly surgical quality in this hide, and and that's one of the hard things to explain. So obviously we're gonna go to a person who's an expert in like decomposition and like animal bodies and the stuff, right, Trey?
1: Uh, no, we go to a cosmetic surgeon. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, yeah. I I thought that was a little bit of a weird choice.
1: And and he's gonna have he's gonna have a slab of meat wrapped in like a a towel, and he's gonna try to cut it. <laughs>
0: oh, didn't work. So that's the control, I guess.
1: <laughs> and it needs a laser. Um, or no, no. He said it, he disproved laser. Sorry, he was he was like disproves laser. He just it took a lot of work to do the surgical tools. Yeah. Um, so they
0: they try to cut this like facade of a cow hide that they got going on it, like, it's not cooking. even a
1: real it's not, like that's the, that's the thing it's like it's it's a slab of meat and it looks like it's wrapped with like a towel like it's not or leather or something like that it's not even like a cow hide, an actual cow like body part so it's not even like a good control
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know what the point of this experiment was they did have a laser though they did like have an actual laser. laser beam so that was cool I, I was like all right man thumbs up for having a laser right I think they just wanted to use it. To and so honest.
1: he was and so he was like what was his assessment? His assessment was that it, it couldn't have been he was like this he, does not look natural. But that was I know that his first thing was that like it doesn't look like an animal did this.
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. he says it looks too surgical to be made by an animal and he couldn't replicate the cuts easily. He said he said it took two hands on the scalpel to do the cuts and he said he doubt a non-human animal could use a scalpel, which I think that that's probably true. Yeah. Um and then he uh Says the laser beam made a different kind of cut on the meat, basically because, like, you could see the lipids, like the mm. fat tissue turned yellow from mm. the heat, and the other cuts weren't. Um, so he thinks a laser did not do it. So if the aliens did abduct and make the cut, we can conclude the aliens have at least a different laser technology or did not use lasers.
1: That's good to know. Yeah.
0: So I, you know, I think that that test does show something like the, okay. the 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 colorization of the lipids being changed by the laser i think that's an actual test if the if aliens must not have that exact kind of laser technology it would not be an <laughs> explanation for this so they did roll that out so that's good science
1: okay why is laser <laughs> even an idea in the first place um we because don't, we, don't know if, <laughs> we don't know if aliens use lasers we don't know well, if of aliens- course they
0: of course they do Trey. <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean la- i mean have you seen Mars Attacks?
1: I, I have. I have seen Mars Attacks. It's a
0: wonderful movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? Why? As I said, why would they? It's just all a bunch this of pop, pop culture. culture. Yeah. The whole thing is just like, like, dude, this is so funny. I saved this to show you. I'm going to send it to you on Twitter. So okay. I was just like messing around. when We were waiting to um, do the episode, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just looking through some art. And one of them, I got a 404 on a page. And on this art page, they just show a random art background, right? Mm-hmm. Look at this! Look at the art background I got randomly. We're waiting for this episode.
1: Oh, oh, oh my! That's great. It yeah, it's so- literally <laughs>
0: a fucking like cylinder UFO, a saucer <laughs> UFO abducting a cow in a farm. Like oh how? God. How did I even get that, man?
1: <laughs> that's and that's just yeah. That's just art. Sta- it's just a, a, a placeholder. It's,
0: it's just random.
1: And it, that wow! What are the odds of that? I know. But, like, in the popular consciousness, I guess it's so prevalent, like, idea that UFOs take cows for for no reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a video game in the 90s where you played, like, a UFO and you had to abduct cows, you know? Like, it's, it's a thing in pop culture. I, I think there's a couple things going on there. Um, So, a lot of these rural areas aren't known too much by city folk, you know? Mm. And they are objectively quieter and have less light pollution. So, like, you can kind of think of something going on in the night there more like makes a bit more sense right yeah has like a bit of like unknown to it so you're like okay something could go out there and grab one and like not everybody would see it i think also there's a little bit of this like kind of um like coastal let's make fun of the rural people thing because i like, stole my cow goddamn UFOs, yeah, yeah. you know and, like a cow floating up it's just kind of funny mm. it's kind of a good image you know like this, it has a good artistic slant because it's like a futuristic thing going to this rural place. You know, even in like the movie Men in Black, right? The bug alien like crashes and kills his old fucking truck. He's a rural guy. Yeah. Like that contrast is good. It's kind of funny. And so I think that that makes it sticky in people's minds. Um, but I don't think there's any really good reason to believe that UFOs have anything to do with these animal mulation
1: yeah there there is really is no reason to believe it, like the satanist thing is more is more plausible it's
0: much more plausible although the <laughs> not <by> much but- <laughs> yeah the ecosystem explanation is, is is definitely fitting to me so a couple things are happening here um there there was a scientific report done on this in the 70s it was published and it's been the consensus on this topic ever since even though this topic continues to come up you know like, this episode's filmed in the early aughts. Mm. So th- that paper didn't dissuade uh, true believers. But basically, you know, coyotes, bugs, natural erosion, other predators, and gas, right? Because yeah. even in this episode, they said ca- they, they one of the other characters is the farmer. They take one of his um, cows that's dead. They put it out in a field and, like, camera trap it for a couple days, right? Mm. And, like, they don't get any coyotes on everything. So they're like, oh, what could explain that? But the thing is, like, when a cow dies, they bloat really big, right? Because all the gases in the body fill up the cavity. Right. Like, like, just like if you ever had a gallon of milk in your fridge and it goes bad, eventually, like, this bacteria culture creates a bunch of gases and, the, like, the, the milk carton bloats, right? Right. Well, expect that with a cow. It's even grosser. and has more bacteria, you yeah. know? So that they can burst open. And those bursts can burst at weak points in spinal tissue and stuff or soft tissue. And they can create almost, like, cuts, right? Because it's, like... Boom, there's enough energy, a big explosion, and they could pop open weird. And a lot of times predators, when they find these animals, they'll just eat the soft tissue around them. They're not going to rip through the hides and eat right. the guts and the festering parts that could be diseased. They'll just eat their eyes and their face off. And
1: stuff, that, that's you know? the point that uh, Nick Nation brought up is because the, the claim by like people is that like the, for the Satanist thing, they're like, oh, Satanists, they like to get the eyes and the, the genitals uh, for rituals Wait,
0: what are you that's gonna it. do with a cow dick
1: um <laughs> yeah i don't know they're sex perverts according to those episodes fucking, fucking <laughs>
0: um
1: but the thing is is that it, like scavengers pick those things because they're they're the softest parts of the body not super encased in bone um so they're easy to get to um that's an it's a better explanation because we, we i don't know where did you get that where did you get that idea that that satanists need those things for rituals Made urban it up. legend, yeah, an urban legend that somebody, made some suburban mom made up in the 1980s. It's like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and, and I don't know, like like the thing is, is that uh, like a lot, a lot this, of the... this
0: is the origin of myths. Now, like uh, or, origin of a lot of like uh, historical myths. A philosopher dreamed it. Or, <laughs> I, uh, I I I saw it in a
1: dream. <laughs> or,
0: or, origin of modern myths. 80s mom made it up. <laughs> a lot okay, of this is lot, sources.
1: a lot of this is like is is um like like i don't know the, the guy that the nick nation he 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 sees so many scavenger things and and i'm sorry about this uh background noise by the way can you hear that it's okay freaking sucks it's my neighbor my, my parents neighbor he's like the worst he got like a big yeah. big muscle car you got fuck a fucking monster truck he literally, no, it's a little baby muscle car because he, <laughs> I, I don't like this guy. <laughs> Anyways, it's just, it's just making a lot of noise. I don't know what to do about it.
0: I had to make a monster truck on Zelda the other day.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I had to get this band up this hill to see a ferry. And the normal little horse-drawn pull cart couldn't get up these rocks. So I had to get big monster truck wheels and put them on their carriage mm. so I could pull it up the hill so we could see the ferry. You know, oh. just typical, typical stuff.
1: Nice. That's really cool. I saw, I watched a friend play some Zelda. It looked awesome.
0: Oh, the new Zelda's amazing. It's amazing. I, I need to get a lot more work done, but instead I'm, you know, yeah. hanging out with bird people and collecting bombs and exploring caves. <laughs> There's like cryptids in that game too, by the way. It's really? like, oh, we're seeing a strange animal we've never seen before. That's really oh. badass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, anyways, with these, it's like people are making these really big claims with little expertise and little supporting evidence because they go to a guy and he's like it looks like burn marks or it looks like it's been burrowed with like a, a metal tool or something it's like what do you there's no evidence like what are you what are you basing that off of it well, just looks I, that way to them
0: so like sometimes they're like oh i'm a rancher i know what it looks like when one of my cows dies you're like, okay but if this is like a one in 100 way it looks when a cow dies like right animals only eat it this way every once in a while for right. whatever reason and you've seen 80 cows die and one of them is weird. That doesn't really make it that weird. It's just a one in a hundred thing.
1: The the experienced know? rancher thing is like the rancher version of the, the people that are like Bigfoot, like when they're in the wilderness a lot, they're like, I'm in the wilderness a lot. I'm a survival expert. And I would know if, if, if it, I, I would know I've been in the wilderness so much, I would know if it's a Bigfoot or not, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like that where like, like, no, you could make a mistake or it could be a rare example of that yeah um, you
0: get you get primed man the, like prime is an extremely powerful thing
1: yeah but Nick nation Nick nation made a good point in his paper where he's like best case scenario like even even if you're super super generous to uFO community or satanists or whatever like the the fringe um like the the vast majority of these cases are not they're scavengers um vast majority like in like in the 80s or seventies. Um, uh, when this was a big deal, like, uh, the vast, ma- where there are hundreds of thousands of cases and there's that big map of the U S vast, vast majority are mis misinformed scavengers. Um, and, in and, and a lot of them, it's like you, like they just know, cause there's teeth marks that people missed and stuff and tearing, um, vast majority in, 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 in best case scenario, there's only like a little fraction fringe that, that are unknown or unexplained in his opinion. Yeah, oh.
0: so they they also have the one farmer go out to the grave he dug for the cow.
1: Yeah, yeah. that was a little weird. This is a Charles Topal.
0: Yeah, and then he is like, I'm getting sick, man. I can't be near this grave. It's making me die. Right. And he's like leaning over like it was like haunted or irradiated or something. Yeah. But they did test it for irradiation and it wasn't irradiated. Right. Any more than just background, you know? Yeah so it's like okay bro also the camera guy was fine he was standing right there
1: that was that's just a nocebo right there
0: yeah it's like he's right.
1: just convinced that that it makes him sick and then he gets he feels sick or maybe he is actually making himself sick by by believing that
0: or he has high cholesterol
1: or he or he has a ton of other things because he's an old man <laughs> yeah um,
0: yeah he walked all the way out there and dug a hole he's like, i'm fucking tired
1: <laughs> yeah you put a cow in a hole like a adult cow in the hole like that's, that, that's, that's exhausting bright. Yeah, there's like a lot of like there's a lot of like like there's another guy there's another guy where he took his cow all the way to a university right hundred miles or something um, to ask for an expert opinion. The university gives him one and says no, it looks like scavengers, and he's like, I don't like it. I disagree.
0: Bullshit, colleges. It's like, but see if if they said it it was unusual (laughs) but couldn't explain it, then he would tour. And he'd be on this show. Right. He'd be on like fucking ancient aliens talking about it for the next 10 years of his life. Right.
1: Like you ask for expert opinion, you get it. You don't like it. And then <laughs> you're like, okay, there's that, there was the other lady. Because here's the thing that I kind of noticed is like they lump them all together. Like um, there's somewhere they're like, oh, yes, it's surgical quality. There were no footprints. There, were no, there was no blood. And then you see one, like, there's this old lady, and there's tons and tons of blood. It's super, super messy. I,
0: they kept saying no blood, but several of them, I'm like, what's the Straight up did red? have blood. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, the idea that there's no footprints, like, um, it's in the summer. Of course there's not going to be footprints, and it's grass. You're not going to get footprints in grass. Oh, it's
0: dead, it's dead, hard dirt, man. Yeah. In the summer. Like, come on.
1: You're not always going to get footprints. Um,
0: and so, animals are, and another point, I think they actually mentioned this, you know, but, like, these kind of herd animals hide their disease. They don't like show you if they're like dying and it's hot outside, they're not going to like have signs of sickness. They're just going to drop dead. This mm-hmm. is how they are. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd say that with this episode, there's like a lot of like big talk, big claims, but there's not much like evidence to back it up. Like, like it's just the idea is like, Oh, it they looks got the this crop way.
0: circle around the one.
1: <laughs> they did. They did have the crop circle, the, the very weak, crop circle
0: which wasn't a circle it was like an ob they had like two oblong shapes and they're like mm. what could what could describe what could explain these two oblong shapes of discolored soil where this cow died and then they bring in forensic cat lady and she's like oh the soil looks different than me so
1: science
0: explains that
1: yeah it was a lot of hot air like it's it, people wanting to make links and for whatever they're they're worried about um but there's not much there's not much and then like they just disregard the expert opinions um they're like yeah no i would know that guy doesn't know what he's talking about so like i
0: said this this phenomenon's not gone away uh three weeks ago it's being reported on that there are more catam mutilations in madison county right now no and like some of the comments or some person said fallen angels are doing this
1: oh gosh come on (laughs) come on oh gosh
0: people like oh, satanic cults exist whether if you like it or not it is a fact and they do practice animal sacrifice cattle included they've been doing it for thousands of years it's not popular and some mainstream outlets won't do it but some are more vocal so yeah Mm.
1: it's just fear mongering. that's just what it is
0: one person says, let's see what Jim Dean says. It's not Satanists. I'm old enough to have been alive in the 70s when this was happening before. I was sitting outside talking to a friend about it. We saw a black f- helicopter fly overhead. No lights, but there was enough moon to see it fairly clearly. We could also hear it. It did not have a typical whomp of a military hellway helicopter. It flew down very low and shot up and left head towards Utah. We tried to follow it, but obviously would not keep up. Next day, we found a cow mutilated. No way coyotes had touched it. So unless Satanists are flying around in black dead helicopters, this ain't them. I'm not about to get into a debate about this. I really don't care what you think. I okay. 100% know what we both saw.
1: Okay. So you you just admit that nothing would change your mind. Yeah.
0: But see, like, I'm telling you, like, a lot of this early rancher paranoia was like this black helicopter men in black mil- uh, government thing. Right. You know? Like, it became UFOs because it's more fun.
1: Yeah. And 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 there's people like in the episode like a lot like most of the people didn't want to say what they thought the was causing it you know it was it's just kind of left ambiguous and you fill in the gap. You, well, I don't you know. There's laser
0: it. beams and crop circles. <laughs> and It looks like it was rotated by a tractor beam. I don't know what could cause that. You could speculate. It. I possibly couldn't. You know, it's just like, yeah, hey, man. You, you think it's aliens, bro? And That's
1: and, and it's just a weird idea. Why? I don't know what what aliens would get out of it, and and actually look at the pictures, and don't don't just like they would get
0: like steak, man.
1: Yeah, like like just just, (laughs) why they get steak? The aliens are getting steak. Well,
0: if you were an alien and you took a cow, what would be the most logical reason to take that cow, man? I guess you know, get get a prime rib.
1: I I thought the idea was that they're doing like surgery on them or something or no, I, don't know. I mean
0: they're not, man. They're trying to get that prime rib out of there, then they could 3D print stakes. Uh,
1: you don't okay. know about
0: aliens, Trey.
1: <laughs> These are very weird aliens. Um oh yeah. Yeah. There's this was there this was a we I agree with you, but like now that we've actually 'cause when you texted me, you said this episode sucked. <laughs> and now that mm-hmm. now that I now that I've actually like we've gone through talking about it, I'm like, yeah, this does suck. This is like, there's like, what else can you say except that like people it's like, cause there's probably so many examples where people just don't, don't bring up the, don't like they, they see a dead cow and they don't, they don't report it.
0: Yeah. Who reports a dead cow? I mean, it's a cow. They die. Like
1: You're, you're a rancher. You have to do so much of that all the time. And you're right that like, even if the typical coyote thing looks like the X and then you find Y like it could just be that this is just a, 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 a rare example of a coyote eating that way.
0: Yeah. Just um, just because it's rare doesn't mean it's like undescribable and and like outlandish, you know, it's just unusual.
1: And and many of them, they look they've compared it where like the there's the the like the lot of things that people point out is like this very circular hole in the flesh, right? Um mm-hmm. but 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 like this people who know scavengers are like, no, like this is a confirmed coyote kill. or coyote scavenging. And it has that exact same burrowing kind of looking circle. Um, That's just what they do. They can do it. And uh, and
0: yeah. So where would you, in in summation uh, coyotes, raccoons, bugs are doing it.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of unrelated incidents. There might be like a handful that are not super easy to explain, but that doesn't mean it was aliens or Satanists or anything. It could just be like a way of scavengers eating that we don't know really or that are, aren't super well documented, um, it could be many many things, and they're the, they're just rare exceptions, and they're they're unexplained. Yeah. They're not super easy to explain, and that that doesn't mean it has a, an interesting uh, explanation.
0: So where where did you rate this one, buddy? I would
1: rate this as a three, three <laughs> I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the list of the sixty eight Monster Quest episodes, this one's ranked forty first. And it's 41st. given a six. It's just below Snow Beast Slaughter and above Swamp Stalker.
1: Okay. Swamp Stalker. Um,
0: I, I would I'm gonna give it a three also. Yeah. It's just honestly just kind of boring. I mean the phenomenon is worth talking about. I think it's interesting with the context that like I researched, you know, mm. like about the paranormal and like distrust of the federal government that was in these rural ranching communities in the seventies. And, like, it's linked to the UFO culture that was popular in, like, the occult. Um, So, like, you get this, you know, UFOs abducting cow thing that's still in pop culture to this day. But just, like, over-examining the cuts, like, over and over and over again Mm. and talking to, like, forensic cat lady, I don't think is a good way to investigate this. I don't think the cosmetic surgery guy has a lot to tell us about
1: bovine. No. It's just, like, getting, like, your local dentist to talk about Bigfoot. It's like, how relevant is this? (laughs)
0: Maybe if he has a Bigfoot tooth, they could bring him in.
1: I guess, I guess. I even so, I don't think a a a, a, dent, a human dentist would be super like you know yeah, good they, at identifying tiny teeth.
0: They it wouldn't be the best person. <laughs> like
1: like you know, that's, that's the thing is like a lot of like the the, the majority of this episode is uh, people with it's the untrained eye, like like just just yeah. making claims, like like it's just like asking a rancher. Like a guy who 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 has a million things to do on his ranch, and you're like, what does that look like? And you're like, it looks like this, but like, he's not like an expert on that, you know? I don't know. I'm just repeating myself. I'm repeating myself because this episode repeats itself. <laughs> it's-
0: and with that, I'm gonna go get some beef of my own and make lunch. Awesome. <laughs> That's Monster <laughs> Quest, everybody. Bye,
1: everybody. <laughs> Monster Quest.
0: Be sure to check out our sponsor, Geeky Villain Graphics. Be sure to check us out on Patreon. Like Trey's video. I got YouTube videos of the Plastic sort podcast up from last episode with pictures. That's right. The new comic books coming out. Stay hydrated. Watch Prehistoric Planet 2. That's coming out. And, you know, have a good day, everyone. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye.